Hello and welcome back to the Love More Live Bless podcast. I'm your host, Crystal, and this is a podcast for moms who need a little more positivity in their day. You can listen in for a new episode every Monday on parenting, lifestyle hacks, and how to include positivity into your life. My hope is that you'll find the kind of encouragement that you need. Happy Monday. It's Crystal and I'm back with another episode of the Love More Live Plus podcast. Today talking about the five love languages. As I record today, it is uh, Monday morning, February 8th. And that little whining you hear in the background is my dog who is whining because he cannot reach his toy and I just cannot, guys. I cannot. I cannot. But anyway, talking about the five love languages because Valentine's Day is coming up and it's super important, I think, right? This is a month that we're celebrating love. So why not talk about uh, love languages? So if you don't know anything about love languages, I want you to go to fivelovelanguages.com and you can find out what your love language is. And then this will kind of make sense once you learn that part. So it'd be fivelovelanguages.com slash profile, or there's also an app on Android or iPhone, and it's five the five love languages. Okay, so basically... Um, the Five Love Languages is a book, and it was written by Gary Chapman, who I was really excited to meet when he came to San Antonio for a marriage uh, seminar. I'm going to be right back because I got to get this dog out of here. All right, let's get back to it. So the Five Love Languages are words of affirmation, acts of service, receiving gifts, quality time, and physical touch. So since we are celebrating Valentine's Day soon, we're going to go over these. And they can. I'm going to share ways that they can be applied in your relationships and then also with your children. So we can, I actually had my kids take the five love languages. There's one just for kids, like quiz, and to find out what their love language is. And I wrote it down in my planner one year, and I tried really hard to make sure to show them love in the way that they like to receive love. So we're going to go ahead and start by talking about words of affirmation. Okay, so words of affirmation are just verbal compliments, words of appreciation, or um, simple, straightforward statements of affirmation, like you look great in that dress, or um, you can always make me laugh, (laughs) things like that. So a lot of people, um, for a lot of people, verbal compliments are far greater motivators than nagging words. So let's keep that in mind. So, okay, so what you want to do if you know that your spouse's or your kid's love language is words of affirmation, you need to learn how to say I love you um, by expressing these words of affirmation. So you want to make sure that you're, you know, genuinely complimenting them or um, being appreciative of something that they're doing verbally because that's what they need to hear from you. So you can say things like, um, you know, talking about their strengths. So for instance, your, your child, you can say something like, I really like how you 
you know, include everyone in your play and you don't leave anyone behind. If you if you can notice that she's one of those, you know, peacekeeper kids that really like the includes the includer that really likes to include everyone and you can compliment her that way instead of just saying like, oh, you guys had fun or um, I, I love what I don't know instead of whatever. Um, you can also say maybe for your older kids, especially right now that we are in uh, the COVID pandemic and a lot of kids are struggling in school, you can say, you know, you're really, I really admire the way that you're keeping up with your schoolwork. Um, and that can kind of encourage them also to keep up with it. So, and you can also send emails, texts, or um, maybe put notes of affirmation in lunch boxes. Um, funny thing i just this just reminded me one day i had my stepdaughter pack my lunch for me i had everything ready i just had her put it in the bag for me and when i got to work there was a little yellow sticker on there and it said best mom ever and i just about cried because i thought oh my god that is the sweetest thing so make sure that you're if you have somebody in your family where words of affirmation are their love language look it up, look up different ways that you can um, basically, you know, express your love to them by giving them words of affirmation. A lot of times they, the people with the words of affirmation, love language, they really need to hear that you're proud of them, um, that you appreciate, you know, the everyday things that they do. Um, and they really live for hearing that words of affirmation and that keeps them motivated and makes them feel loved. So that was a good one. Um, number two is acts of service. And this is kind of, you know, self-explanatory, right? And I feel like as moms, a lot of us have this love language. Definitely um, my love language is acts of service. So I feel loved when uh, people in my family and my spouse can help out, right? Like help out with dishes, mowing the lawn, taking out the trash. Um, last week, the recyclable got taken out without me nagging anybody about it. And can you imagine? I was like, oh my God, this feels great. I loved it. So yeah, um, acts of service really, really, really are a big love language. And so if you have um, a spouse whose, act, whose love language is acts of service or a child whose love language is acts of service, there's different things that you can do. So you can do like the chores that that person just hates doing. Um, for me, it's laundry. I just don't like laundry. My husband completely took it over. He doesn't like it either, but he knows that that's my love language and he doesn't mind doing it as much as, you know, I hate doing it. Um, you can also, you know, ask what kind of things that your spouse or your children need done. So maybe your kids need help cleaning their bedroom or if your kids are driving, um, maybe taking their car to get cleaned would be an act of service. Um, I mean, basically any kind of service that they usually do uh, on their own would be an act of service for them or like let's say your wife needs a break and just wants to chill out and you know take a hot bath or whatever then the acts of service would be the spouse watching the kids so she can get that time or vice versa 
So that is acts of service. Um, number three is receiving gifts. And I think that at one point we probably all had this kind of love language, especially as kids. Uh, my husband does not have gifts as a love language at all. And it's just a nightmare for me to buy him stuff because I know like it, it doesn't really, it's not that it doesn't matter to him, but he has a different love language. Whereas I like getting small gifts. And so that's really important. Like, I'm always like, you never, you don't love me. You never buy me anything. And that's something I used to say. And then, so now he'll make it a point, even if he's at the gas station to bring me like a little piece of candy that I like. It doesn't have to be big, but receiving gifts is a lot of people's love language. And for sure, my seven-year-old definitely has the receiving gifts love language because they feel loved when they know that you went out and you saw something and you picked it out just for them. Like they just feel so much love and appreciation for that gift. And I I wonder if it's just the gift giving itself rather than the exact gift. Um, But so an idea, if you have a spouse or a child, and I know with kids, it's like, oh my God, they ask for everything all the time. At least my kid does. It's not that you have to buy them something all the time, but you can, what you can do is like, you know, listen carefully to the things that they want and make a list. And then when holidays and, you know, other special times come around, you can actually get them the perfect gift which they will feel so loved because you actually listened to what they wanted and then, you you know, went out and got it. So that's having a list is a great way to um, keep a guide, you know, to help you select gifts. So you can also try um, gift giving during a hard time. So a lot of, um, you know, maybe, maybe your older kid is, in exam week or something and you know it's just going to be a really rough week for them and their their uh, love language is receiving gifts so maybe you put in a little like um, a little basket with gum and water bottle and snacks and you know just a little like get through your exams gift <laughs> you know something like that 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 would do is or especially like if your spouse is is struggling at work wouldn't it be so awesome to send them lunch at work, you know, and give them that surprise or send them flowers at work and give them that surprise. Um, that is pretty much it for gift giving, pretty self-explanatory. And there's two more left. I'm going to take a quick, quick break, and then I'll be back with the last two, which are quality time and physical touch. Okay, so the next one we're going to talk about is quality time. And quality time means giving someone your undivided attention. It's not always just sitting on the couch watching Netflix together, Um, even though I kind of feel like that's quality time. But supposedly by the book, it's not it, right? So it's really giving undivided attention, having a conversation, and connecting with the other person. Um, I'm going to go ahead and give you some ideas for quality time. And then I'm going to make a note of something that is important. So 
Um, for quality time for marriages, you can designate specific time and places for planned, you know, like date nights. Um, you can ask your spouse whose love language is quality time for a list of activities that they want to do with you. And then that way, you know what kind of to plan or plan out for them. Uh, you can also do quality time with your family. So like quality time, if your kids have this as a love language, you want to do family game nights where phones are off, TVs are off, you're just sitting around the table or around the coffee table in the living room, snacks and playing games and laughing and promise you they will love, love that. Um, when it's time to travel again, you can also try planning weekend getaways or family vacations and just try to make time every day. It doesn't have to be a lot of time, but try to make a little bit of time every day to give your undivided attention to that person in your life whose love language is quality time. And we're going to get to physical touch. And, you know, I had a, ki a kid whose love language is physical touch. So she wants to be hugged a lot. And that was not my love language. And so I didn't even realize that even though I was doing everything for them, um, you know, taking care of all the meals, cleaning, uh, you know, running their life for these little kids, if you're not showing them love in their love language, they're just not going to feel it, right? So what we're going to do is... Okay, so things as simple as for your spouse holding hands, um, sitting together, praying together, massages, um, and then like I said, just even when you have kids like that, like giving hugs frequently throughout the day. Wasn't there, I know I quoted before, um, some kind of survey that said you need like 14 hugs a day. When I told my kids that, they were like, no, we don't. That's just a lot. That's too many. That's too many hugs a day. But anyway, so the important thing to know is that if you feel like you're, you're, you know, you're like, I do love them. I do everything for them. I do this. I do this. I do this. Have them take the test and find out what their love language is, because you might be showing love in acts of service kind of way, which was totally what I would do. You know, acts of service moms, we do tons of tons of acts of service all day long. And that's how we express our love. But if you have a spouse or a child who's whose um, love language is receiving gifts, then they're not going to feel loved by all your acts of service. They're not going to care about your acts of service. It's not going to matter because they want to be loved in a different way. So I thought that was really important to share. Um, definitely recommend the Five Love Languages book by Gary Chapman. Uh, I, I know, you know, two years ago he had the seminars, the marriage seminars. Definitely recommend those. Don't know when they're coming up next because of the pandemic, but um, look for those and go to the five lovelanguages.com so you can take your test, have your kids go on there, have your husband go on there and um, figure out what your love language is. And I promise you, it makes a huge, huge difference. So I will be back next week with another episode. You've reached the end of another episode of the Love More Live Plus podcast. 
Be sure to visit lovemorelivebless.com for free resources and get on the email list, and I'll see you at the next episode.